Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is creating freedom. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. Today I'm stopping by to make a recording and I will talk about what comes to my mind. And what's coming to my mind today is that uh, the world is not so good. There's a lot of things wrong with the world. There are reasons for it. Basically, the human race has fallen away from the Creator. Do you remember the Garden of Eden? The human race was close to God. He created the Garden of Eden, a paradise, for man and woman to live in. But when they defected from the Creator, when they left the Creator, when they turned to try to do things on their own without Him, then everything changed. And you went from paradise to a living hell. And you went from a most beautiful civilization with God at the head to a culture with something else at the head. Now, the awful things that you see all around you are a result of that. It's that simple. So then the question is, well, could paradise be restored? And it could be. It could be, but you have to return to the Creator. Do you remember when you were a little child and you were yet, as Charles Dickens said, fresh from God? Every day was an adventure and the world was bright and sweet and mysterious and wonderful. Everything was wonderful. Well, that's what you have to return to. Now, when you were a little child, let's think about your thoughts and let's think about what you knew. When you were a little child, what did you know? You knew that there was good and evil and you knew that people were supposed to behave properly. You knew that. And you knew that when people did bad things or wrong things, that it wasn't right. And when you did something that wasn't right, when you became angry at your mommy or you stole something from another child or from your brother or sister, or when you said something that wasn't true, you knew that it wasn't right. Now, how did you know? You knew inside. You knew inside. Now, that comes from God. He gives that to human beings. He doesn't give it to animals because animals don't need it. See, animals don't have the kind of freedom we do. God wanted to create freedom and choice and love. And so he made it possible that we could stray, that we could err. But he also made it possible that if we erred, we could scramble back. See? So that's what you must refine. And you knew when you were a little child, you also loved ideals. You loved bravery. You loved a princess or a prince who was brave and good and stood for what was right. And then there was always somebody bad in the fairy tales and stories. Well, that's the way it is. It's not a fairy tale. So are you going to stand for what's right? And are you going to be brave? 
And are you going to do what's right or not? Most people don't. You see them driving down the highway. They get up behind you and pressure you. They pressure you. And they zoom around you. And they honk and they yell things. And they're mean. Then when they get to work, they put on a, a nice face and they act nice, which is also which is also bad because it's a lie. So they, they basically do bad things and then they lie. So it's double bad. When you were a little child, you didn't do bad things, except once in a while you did a little, something a little bit wrong, like you got angry or you told a lie, or you took something that didn't belong to you. But basically, otherwise, you were, you were good. But you had, you had a propensity to naughtiness. And you noticed, another thing you noticed that when you were a child is that there were always, there were always other kids that were leading others astray. There was someone there who was like, uh, who, who was very clever. And they, t they led other people astray and led them into doing bad things. And maybe that happened to you too. It probably did. One of your peers, one of your, uh, one of the other kids led you, you and maybe a couple of others into doing something wrong. Now, what's that all about? Well, that's the way it's always been. The ones that lead astray then are led astray then lead others astray. So you got to get back. Now, the other thing I said when you were a little child, I said you loved people who were brave and courageous and noble. You loved the noble warriors and the noble princess and the noble knight and those types. You, you loved them. You wanted to be that way yourself. And you wanted your parents to be that way. The other thing is that you loved ideals. When you were a child, you had ideals. You wanted to fight for justice and for good, do good to other people, to help people and to help animals and to help nature, the world. And you wanted to do noble things. So you loved ideals. Well, you have to get back to all of that. Now, what has happened is undoubtedly, let's say, see, some people are just rotten. They're destined to go from bad to worse. They love evil, they love rottenness, and that's just what they love. But then some of us, we don't love to do rottenness, we don't like bad things, we don't like lies, we like truth, we like what's right, but somehow we don't do what's right. Or we do it, but it somehow backfires. And so you have to find your way back to the source. That's the secret. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And so you have to find your way back to the source. That's the secret. And what is the source? What is the source of courage, of honor, of good, of kindness, of justice? What is the source? It's your creator. To the extent that you would, could become more like him, I don't mean becoming God, but I mean to, to express the things that he likes. 
and do the things that he likes. To that extent, you would become more perfect, perfectly good. Instead, you're becoming perfectly bad because you are not expressing the things that he likes and that he loves. You are expressing someone else's likes, someone else's wants, someone else's will, someone else's ideas. When, when you become angry at a driver, let's say, who's going a little slow, and you become angry at them and resent them and hate them, just what are you expressing? You're expressing something evil. You remember the fairy tales? There was good. There was the good princess and the good prince, the good noble knight and the nice and the noble lady. And then there were bad people. You remember. They were bad and they wanted to do bad things and they did do bad things. Well, that's what you've become. What is it when you yell at your kid, when you're impatient with your kids? What is that ugliness? Your children see it. They see it in your face. They see the ugliness in your face. They do. So what are you expressing? And you become more and more like that source. Instead of becoming more like God and more Christ-like, you become more like that source. The one that led Adam and Eve astray in the very beginning, you become like him inside. That's right. So on the outside, you pay lip service to principle and honor and you salute the flag and you do all the things. But underneath, you don't really believe it. Or underneath, you have a secret life. A secret life. That's it. A secret life inside where you hate, where you judge. That's it. A secret life of judging other people. So now do you understand why you have to come back to your Creator? So how about, first of all, learning to sit still and realize God. And it's not so hard. It's something like when you were a little child and you did something wrong. You were angry at your mommy. Or you said something mean to your brother. Afterwards, you felt bad. And that's it. You're very close to your conscience. You're close to God. So if you could just sit still and get out of your thoughts. They're always trying to distract you and mislead you. They don't want you to sit still and be close to God. They don't want you to be sorry. They don't want you to be sweet. They want you to be resentful and angry and prideful, see? And they want to distract you and lead you away in a dreamboat of daydreaming. You have to learn to stand back from them or they'll just lead you away to oblivion. So the meditation is helpful because it helps you to learn how to sit still and get out of thoughts that mislead you and come back to reality and experience reality. And reality is actually beautiful. Have you ever done someone wrong and you, you felt bad about it? And finally, you went to him and said, Hey, I'm sorry, man. I really blew it. I, I shouldn't have said what I said. You know, I apologize. 
And what do they say? They usually say, oh, it's okay. But then afterwards, how do you feel? You feel so much better. You cleared the air. How many of you have a grudge against your mom or your dad or somebody? Let it go. And if you can go to them and say, you know, when I was a kid, you did this stuff to me and I hated you, but I don't hate you anymore. I just want you to know that what you did to me wasn't right. But I don't hate you anymore. And you clear the air. Never mind whether they say okay or not okay or they deny what they did or whatever. But at least you cleared the air. You see what I mean? And then walk away. Shake the dust from your sandals and walk away. Free! So that's the other thing. How about all these things now? You're not free. You're not free. You want to be free? You want to be happy? You want to live in paradise again? It begins in the mind, you know. Let those things go. Get my meditation. Take three meditations a day. One in the morning, one at noon, one in the evening. You too can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us and click on Meditation. If you have a question you would like Roland to address on the air, give us a call at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Send Roland an email at roland at sheddingshackles.com Who was the one who led Adam and Eve astray? He has various names. One of them is the accuser. The accuser. So in your mind, a voice says, they don't appreciate you at work. Maybe they're prejudiced against me. Or maybe they're ignoring me on purpose. And maybe I should get even with them. I'll get even with them. I'll go to work for my competitor. I'll get even with them. I'll send letters of complaint to agencies about them. I'll get even with them. Or I just won't work so hard. Or maybe I'll take some of these paper clips and some of this paper and some of these pens. Because they're not paying me enough. They don't appreciate me. See? That voice. It goes on and on and on. It's the accuser. And you know what it is. It's also the betrayer. So finally one day you act. You start to do things that aren't so good. You talk behind your employer. I'm just making up an example. You badmouth your employer. You slack off at work or whatever. Or you continue to work hard, but underneath you resent them for taking advantage. A lot of people do that. Resent their wife or resent their husband. Work hard and do things for other people and kids. But secretly you're thinking, they don't appreciate me. I'm working my fingers to the bone and they're just self. They take advantage. And you resent them. So you get a high from judgment. So do I need to go on? I, I've laid it out very clearly. You fell away from God. You became like the one that led you astray. 
more and more inside, you have to hide that side of you. And on, on the surface, you have to put up a good front because you know that what's good is good and what's right is right and what's fair is fair. And you know you shouldn't lie, steal, or chill, or gossip about people or secretly hate them. You know all that, but you don't do it underneath. So, now you see what happens. So, this other gets inside of people. Now you know why your, why your mother could say the things that she said, or why your dad did the things that he did, or why the kid at school, the bully, did what he did, or the drug dealer did what he did, or why you did what you did that you shouldn't have done, and why people do bad things. Now you know why, because it, this thing, yes, it's ugly, vicious, mean, and arbitrary and hateful, and it misuses everything. It gets inside, and it's selfish, and it, um, it gets in, into people, and then they do things under its influence. You know, I was making a video the other day, but I may not put it up on YouTube because, unfortunately, I, I was using the wrong software, and the quality of the sound is not very good. But I was saying that if you stop to consider, for example, a stage hypnotist, the stage hypnotist can make people, you know, you see it, they, and it's for fun. It's done at a high school for fun, or at a nightclub, or at some convention. They invite some volunteers to come on the stage. And then the hypnotist can do various things. He can hypnotize a person and then, and then tell them that it's cold, and the person will start to shiver. He can tell another person that it's hot, and that person will start to, you know, loosen up their collar, and, you know, they'll feel hot. The hypnotist can tell one person that the person next to them smells awful, and then you'll see that person leaning away from the person next to them. You can get any effect that you want, any effect that you that the hypnotist wants, he can get. He can tell them that, this, that he can tell them anything. So the, the point that I'm getting at is that if the hypnotist can do that on a stage, how about this influence that gets inside of people, that gets them to do bad things, that misled Adam and Eve from the very beginning, and that's the accuser, and that's the betrayer, and that supports everything wrong. If you're under its influence, and how do you get under its influence? Because now you, you, you don't want to go back to God because you don't want to admit you're wrong. See, that's your fault. If you could admit you're wrong, I mean, really admit it, not just pay lip service, but really admit it in your heart and then come back over to the bright side. Then you would see it for what it is. You wouldn't follow it anymore. But now, since you've defected from reality and your creator, now you, you're influenced through the mind, so you fell from intuition, you fell into the, into the imagination. And now through the imagination and through thought and through generating emotions, it has to almost, it has a lot of influence over you. So it can make you think anything that it wants. It can tell you that your husband is cheating on you and that he's uh, taking advantage and he's no good, like all men. And then you believe it, see? 
it can it can cause all kinds of effects when you're under its influence. So you don't want to be under its influence. So how are you going to come out from being under its influence? Well, Adam and Eve, Adam realized what he'd done, but it was too too late. The die was cast, and he lived out his life. But he was sorry, though. He really was. He was sorry. But everything changed. And so now you're born inheriting that, inheriting the fallen nature that you get from Adam and Eve. You come into a world of wrong authorities, misguided authorities, and authorities in which this thing lives. And you come into this world. And for a while, you're like the Gelfling. Remember the movie Dark Crystal a long time ago? It was a beautiful movie. You should watch it. It's, it's an old movie now. I mean, it's like 20, 30, 40 years old, but very nice. It's about these two sweet, innocent creature, little person who falls into this world with terrible ogres. Ogres! Great, big, ugly ogres. And this little person, I think it was... I think he was called a Gelfling, I don't remember. But anyway, then he, he met one who was like him. It was a girl, and he and she then, they, they went through this world trying to survive, trying to find their way out. And these ogres were always trying to do something to them. Well, isn't, wasn't that the way it was when you were a little kid? You lived in this world with these ogres. And they were always planning something that was awful. And they were always unhappy and complaining. And they were always making trouble. And you were wondering what these ogres are doing all that stuff for. Well, something got inside of them. But unfortunately, it got into you. Now, how did it get into you? It got into you in a very simple way. First of all, you, you followed the things that they told you to do and what other people did and the clever ones, and they influenced you, and you went along, and it was, you know, there's that part of it. But there's something else. You resented them and hated them. Well, what do you think resentment and hate does? It, it also separates you from, from God and from good. Because he's not that way. So if you start hating other people, then it separates you. When you became separated, then where did you fall into? You fell into your imagination and your thoughts. And at first, it was pleasant to hide in your imagination, but eventually the, the daymares became nightmares. And then came the dark thoughts and the compulsions and the obsessions and the negativity and the doubts. That's it. Oh, yes, this, uh, this thing that misled Adam and Eve and it gets into people and misleads them. So now you must have compassion on them. Yes, it specializes in doubt. So that's how it's, how you, that's where you are right now because A, you resent people. B, you're filled with doubt. And C, you don't want to admit you're wrong. So those are the three things that have to be overcome. And you cling to them because that's all you have right now. You don't have anything else. You, if you, you figure if you gave them up, if you gave up your pride, gave up your doubts and everything, then you, you would, um, then what? You wouldn't, what would you have left? Nothing. Pleasure. Oh, yes. Well, okay. Then you, the other thing you have is pleasure. Oh, your drugs, your marijuana, your alcohol. Pleasure. 
you escape into pleasure. But then what? Pleasure, you can't just have pleasure all the time. It becomes what? It turns into what? Pain. So if you're going to go for pleasure all the time, then you're going to end up in pain a lot of times too. So you're going to have both of those extremes. So now do you understand why you have to come back to your Creator? So how about, first of all, learning to sit still and realize God. And it's not so hard. It's something like when you were a little child and you did something wrong. You were angry at your mommy. Or you said something mean to your brother. Afterwards, you felt bad. And that's it. You're very close to your conscience. You're close to God. So if you could just sit still and get out of your thoughts. They're always trying to distract you and mislead you. They don't want you to sit still and be close to God. They don't want you to be sorry. They don't want you to be sweet. They want you to be resentful and angry and prideful. See? And they want to distract you and lead you away in a dreamboat of daydreaming. You have to learn to stand back from them or they'll just lead you away to oblivion. So the meditation is helpful because it helps you to learn how to sit still and get out of thoughts that mislead you and come back to reality and experience reality. And reality is actually beautiful. Have you ever done someone wrong and you, you felt bad about it and finally you went to them and said, hey, I'm sorry, man. I really blew it. I, I shouldn't have said what I said. You know, I apologize. And what do they say? They usually say, oh, it's okay. But then afterwards, how do you feel? You feel so much better. You cleared the air. How many of you have a grudge against your mom or your dad or somebody? Let it go. And if you can go to them and say, you know, when I was a kid, you did this stuff to me and I hated you, but I don't hate you anymore. I just want you to know that what you did to me wasn't right, but I don't hate you anymore. And you clear the air. Never mind whether they say okay or not okay, or they deny what they did or whatever. But at least you cleared the air, you see what I mean? And then walk away. Shake the dust from your sandals and walk away. Free! So that's the other thing. How about all these things now? You're not free. You're not free. You want to be free. You want to be happy. You want to live in paradise again? It begins in the mind, you know. Let those things go. Get my meditation. Take three meditations a day. One in the morning, one at noon, one in the evening. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.